allow yourself the space to grow. I mean, I, as I learned about myself and as these coaches would ask me thought provoking questions and challenge my thoughts and challenge my beliefs and instill in me that the fact, and it is a fact that everything I needed, I already had. I just didn't know how to apply it. I didn't know how to reach it within. And the coaches through this naked mind, through their methodology, helped me pull every answer that I needed out of myself. Um, Sobriety is scary. That's why Untapped Keg explores different perspectives of sobriety and mental health so that you know you are not alone. Hopefully, you can find something you can implement into your own life. Sobriety and mental health are topics that often are uncomfortable and complex. We do not shy away from any conversation. But you should know we try to be respectful. But there's always room to learn and grow. Everyone is welcome here, as you are, and you will be respected. We are not medical professionals and do not give medical advice. Please seek medical care if you need it. Now let's get to the show. Hey you, thanks for tapping into the Untapped Keg podcast, podcast where we talk about different perspectives of sobriety and mental health so that you can take something and implement it into your own life. We believe there's only one right way to get to alcohol-free. And that is the way that works for you. I'm RJ Zimmerman, and I'm really excited about this episode. But before we get to that, I would like to talk about coaching and how at Untap Keg, we're endorsing coach- various coaches and courses that we believe have your best interest. So you can go and look them up and you'll know that they care about you. They don't care about the money that is going to be paid and they're going to help you find the best version of you. And the first person that we endorse is Jake Yoder. If you're interested in mentorship for getting sober and thriving in sobriety, book a free call with Jake Yoder, founder of the natural highs coaching program, which uses mindfulness and holistic health to help you cultivate inner peace and find purpose in your sober life. Jake has been on a recovery and spiritual growth journey for nine years and has helped hundreds of people all over the world with mindset and lifestyle shifts to reach new levels of well-being and sobriety. On the call, Jake will help you explore the root causes of the suffering that led to addiction and provide you insights and resources to help you feel great naturally in sober life. And now let me introduce my friend, my fellow classmate, Lenny McGivern, who we are classmates in this Naked Mind Institute, where we're going to be alcohol-free coaches. How are you doing today, Lenny? I'm doing great, RJ. It's a privilege to be here. Thank you. It's an honor to have you. I was really excited when you said um, we could set this up because we are recording this on a different time uh, because you have some the holidays coming up and everything. So I'm really happy that you're able to make it work. Absolutely. So Lenny, why don't we hear a little bit of your backstory when it comes to alcohol? And then we'll kind of get into the alcohol freedom that you found. 
Sure. I, I think like many, I have a storied love affair uh, with alcohol that started when I was a youngster and kind of moved from having fun to no longer having fun. Um, alcohol became kind of an emotional crutch as I got older to kind of deal with life's anxieties, uh, the pressure and stress to make it on my own, provide for my family, and really just kind of contribute in a way that I was raised to contribute. And that was to be a producer. So um, it's been um, interesting. Uh, you know, I've done the dry Januaries here and there or sober July or what have you, or taken long breaks um, many times. Um, but this last year, um, interestingly enough, I had gone in for my um, annual uh, physician report in in December. And you get the question of, so how many uh, alcohol beverages do you have? And I responded, too many. And my provider said, no, seriously, how many are you drinking? I said, seriously, too many. And um, just kind of moved off that question as quickly as I could. And um, to his credit, he didn't judge me in any way, shape, or form. Uh, at the end of my visit, he gave me a packet of information that had some um, alternative healthcare providers associated with it, um, including things like yoga. Um, he's a big believer in CBD. And there on page three was this thing entitled the alcohol experiment. And I just took the information home and, you know, sat on the desk for a, lot, a little while. And um, I think it was right around December 27th, 28th, coming up here in about a year. I was flipping through that and I said, ah, the alcohol experiment, this is interesting. And so I logged on and it was Annie Grace's alcohol experiment, 30 days to freedom, if you will. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to do dry January different this year. Got on Amazon, got the book, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm not really knowing what it was about. I signed up for the live version where you paid a nominal fee to actually participate in a group um, that was led by coaches on a daily basis. You got a little video of a little excerpt on the book. And um, I was hook, line, and sinker within a few days of that program. Um, where they started talking about the science of alcohol and how alcohol reacts in our bodies and in our brains. And RJ, I just couldn't get enough. I I, I went into that 30 days of, of dry January, truly with the intent twofold, give myself a break, um, give the old liver a break coming off the holidays specifically, <laughs> and, and really wanting to moderate. You know, having had multiple episodes of overconsumption leading to blackout or brownout and, you know, just living a life that that I wasn't proud of. And I thought, you know, if I could just learn to control myself, I'm going to do this. And um, halfway through the alcohol experiment, I began to start feeling the effects of the alcohol being removed from my body and really started to feel better physically, emotionally, uh, literally 10 days into this. Uh, and I wasn't a daily drinker. I, I drank pretty much on the weekends. I was kind of a weekend warrior, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, sometimes Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, take a few days off. Um, but that was pretty much my pattern. Um, but about two weeks into the alcohol experiment, just almost 12 months ago, um, I felt a shift. 
I felt a shift in my body. I felt a shift in my mind. And um, at the end of that 30 days, it didn't make sense to me any longer to continue to drink. Um, and nobody would be more surprised by that than myself, because like I said, I went into it, taking it, you know, wanting to take a concerted break and learn to moderate. And during the course of that 30 days, I gained enough education and had enough physical and emotional change in my own experience that I, I wanted to learn more about this, this alcohol-free life. And at the end of that 30 days, um, through this naked mind, the alcohol experiment offered some additional uh, opportunities to, to further your path if you wanted to, you know, to, to learn more about um, the alcohol process and living an alcohol-free life. Um, I dove head in, head first and, and went down into this program called The Path. And um, it was by far to this date has been the single most important investment that I've made in myself. Um, I could go on and on. I'll pause there for a moment. Um, do you have any questions yeah. on that? Well, I, I love how you started to learn the science and all of a sudden you're like, hold on a second. Like that drew you in. And that's, it's interesting how, Everybody is so unique. Like there's something that happens that draws us into, um, you know, these changes that we're making. And there, there's multiple. Sometimes they happen at the same time. Sometimes they're slower and happen over time, such as myself. And like, that's what, that's what's really interesting to me. And you did this 30 days, the alcohol experiment, and it was, you know, coach led. How much were, were the coaches able to help you, you know, get the, that information across and how much of it was the information itself that you're reading, that you're taking in during this, um, that kind of drew you in? Yeah, that's a great question. For the alcohol experiment in itself, I would say it was probably about 25% on the coaching side and, and 75% me spending time with the material. You know, you had a distinct video each day uh, that had thought-provoking questions um, and some simple reading material related to that part of um, the lesson, if you will. And so a lot of it was self-driven, self-motivating. Um, but you did have these, these regular calls where you had coaches come on and you had the opportunity to ask questions about the material. Um, and those sessions were invaluable. Uh, during that 30 days, um, I learned a little bit more uh, intense information. Coaches were able to kind of ask more thought-provoking questions that I may not have come up with myself. But the real benefit that I got from coaching was actually when I took a step further after the 30-day alcohol experiment and actually went into this program called The Path, which is a coach-led program. Um, my life has been changed because of the coaches that I was able to engage with this last 12 months through, through that process, RJ. And, you know, that's where, you know, we're coming up on a year for you and congratulations. Like uh, we don't, we don't take anniversaries lightly here because it really is a triumph. Like, like you said, you're investing in yourself and 
we don't often think about that because it's just like our lives. Like it's just, I'm just living, like I'm not doing anything special. And like the amount of times that I've thought about that in my life, like that's, that's how I have done everything. It doesn't matter what my accomplishment is. It's well, of course I did this. Like this, I'm just living life. And like, that was a part of it and just downplaying everything. But it really is important to celebrate wins. And that is a heck of a win. So congratulations there. Um, you know, one thing before we get into like the coaches that I did want to touch on is the amount of alternatives out there now for alcohol free, for finding different paths to go down or to take your journey. You know, you don't want it to happen like that. That's where like the knowledge and really like things have exploded in the past, you know, three, four, five years in the alternatives out there. Like, let's say AA doesn't work for you. Let's say you just don't vibe with it for various reasons. There's just something there. Let's, or, you know, let's just say, you know, cold Turkey doesn't work. Therapy doesn't work. Rehab, outpatient treatment. There's so many different things. Looking into alcohol-free sobriety, how whatever words you want to use, there are so many different ways that you can do it. There's, you know, like you said, the yoga, like there's, um, what is it? Sober Dharma, I think is what it's called. There's groups for that. There's whatever you could think of for groups, like they're there. So you can find that information. And that's something that I want people to understand as well. Like it doesn't matter how you make the change that you want to make. Just find a way to make it, find a way to make it stick. And that's, that's why I like your story because you, you found, you found it. And now, you know, you're going, you're investing in yourself some more. You're doing more of a coach led path program. And it just really sets the stage for giving back and going into coaching yourself. So what does it look like when you start down this path that's more of a coaches led coaches focused rather than a, a me kind of led kind of a scenario yeah definitely i mean to your point there are a number of ways um and everybody's got to find the way that works for them i mean AA absolutely has been, uh the foundational program for you know decades and many many people have gotten relief from that including i've got uh two brothers that are active members in aa and have found mm -hmm. um you know, fruitful lives through um, the AA program. However, I do think um, that they haven't found what I found through this Naked Mind program. And when I say that, it's because I, I truly have found freedom from obsession, freedom from the thoughts and the beliefs um, that were ingrained so deep from a self level, from a societal level. Um, and I've been able to unpack them really at the core. And um, that is all possible because of the methodology that I went through with this naked mind and the coach led program. That coach led program allowed me really to, to have a community of people um, that really supported me. 
And I was able to, you know, just as though we are sharing right here and talking about our story and how we arrived here, I was able to find through that organization, through that community, individuals who had similar experiences that I have had. Um, and that just that shared shame and guilt um, and the shared desire to actually move through that and move forward and learn to live a fruitful life being alcohol free. Um, the coaching program was the thing that led me to this moment. I mean, I, as I learned about myself and as these coaches would ask me thought-provoking questions and challenge my thoughts and challenge my beliefs and instill in me that the fact, and it is a fact that everything I needed, I already had. I just didn't know how to apply it. I didn't know how to reach it within. And the coaches through this naked mind, through their methodology, helped me pull every answer that I needed out of myself. Um, and it is a program that changed my life. And I am on a mission to create generational change in my family and in anybody that will listen. Um, and I mean that wholeheartedly because I have seen the grips of substance on individuals, on our society. I have seen and observed and experienced um, how substance can really destroy lives and it can destroy relationships. But importantly, they can be repaired, they can be restored, and people can be renewed. And you can live a fruitful, passionate, beautiful life, alcohol-free. I'm living proof of that. And I didn't set out for this. I discovered it through this coaching program. And now I'm committed to it because I haven't felt this way. I don't know the last time, maybe when I was a kid, when, when alcohol and substance wasn't a part of your day-to-day -day life. You went through life living and laughing and loving and forgiving. Um, then everything got in the way. And now that I've removed that substance and I have renewed my own spirit and restored my health, my soul, um, I want others to have what I have. I truly do. It, and it is, it is a freedom that until you have it, you don't really know that it's available to you, but it is. And that's that's the part conveying to people that can often get muddy and it can be kind of hard because you hear it and you're like, oh, it's all, you know, unicorns and rainbows. And uh, I had this saying that I came up with on the show that I love to go back to every single time because it's brilliant. Yes, I said it. My own saying is brilliant, but it is all unicorns and rainbows. But even unicorns have to shit. And when the shit covers the rainbows and you learn you have to clean that yourself, then you start to realize that, oh, that's why everything's so brown and hazy around here because I haven't cleaned up the unicorn shit for so long. So taking the knowledge and you really do 
have this self-work. And like, for me, it was discovering my emotions and then digging deep into, okay, what led me to feel like when I drank that it was this switch that I don't just like this. I love this. And then from there, every decision that I've made in my life, like what was the base need desire that I was looking for putting onto that external goal that I needed it internally. And like, that was acceptance period. And like thinking about that, going back to when I was a kid, like that, that drove a lot of my goals and you don't get that if you are just stuck in the cycle of waking up. Okay. What do I got to do? Well, I got to go to work, come home, eat, go to sleep, start it over again. Oh, now I'm going to drink. Now I'm going to, you know, escape into drugs, escape into porn, escape into work some more, right? You have to break that cycle. And that is so difficult. And like you said, whether it's, you know, generational, societal, it really is difficult to break that cycle because you don't know, like it's been so ingrained in society that this cycle isn't necessarily life. And you hear people say like, no, happiness is a choice and you can choose it. And you're like, yeah, that's, that's bullshit. Like, no, that's not, that's not real. And you all of a sudden realize you're a little bit jaded, but you do have a choice to wake up and say, what joy can I bring to myself today? And it doesn't have to be to anybody else. What can I bring to myself today? When people see that smile, they're going to return that smile. And, you know, it took, it took my reality getting shattered to these very little pieces where I had to build it back up that I made it back into the shape of RJ instead of the shape of what I thought everybody wanted RJ to be, to find these lessons to be learned. And that's why I want people to learn them through my own experiences. And you can tell that you also want to help people find this, not just necessarily these paths that they can take, but that there is paths available that, you know, that, Hey, Hey, it's not just right over here. It's, Hey, did you know that there's a path you can take to actually wake up and not hate life? not hate work. Um, you know, that's so freeing. So when you find that, and let's say you're talking to, um, a family member, how do you get the freedom that you found into words, um, that they can kind of grasp? Do you do it more through actions or do you find that your words help? I think a little bit of both. Um, you know, and I want to go back to your, you know, unicorns and, and rainbows. Um, you know, that's how I feel now. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of work that had to be done during that time. You know, it wasn't always rainbow and unicorns. I had to unpack some stuff that was very, very painful. Uh, and some of it was self-inflicted, which is the worst, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, but to answer your question, I mean, how do I talk about or how do I show up, you know, with this newfound joy um, and, and purpose in my life with my family and friends is, 
you know, people are asking me, wow, you've done something different. Do you lose weight? Is your hair a different color? Like what's going on? You got kind of a vibe about yourself. And, you know, I'm not afraid to say, yeah, you know what? I, I stopped drinking. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell me about that. People are curious, you know, mm-hmm. and I shared with my inner circle what I was doing. And, and I also withheld it for, from a lot of people as well, because I really didn't know where it was taking me. You know, I did this 30 day alcohol experiment and that was just me. And, you know, I just did it and it was kind of a nonchalant kind of a thing. But then as I moved down this path and started to really commit myself to this change, it started opening up things for me. And I started believing in the framework and the fact that cycles can be broken and I can be a coach to help break those cycles. Because like I said, I, I want people to, to, to know the truth. I want people to know the truth about alcohol. Alcohol is an addictive substance. No matter who you are, no matter where you are, no matter the color of your skin, your your gender, your job, your financial status, alcohol is addictive. It doesn't matter. And I want people to understand the truth that they are not inherently flawed. We have been lied to mm. as an industry. And when you start to understand the science and how science impacts the body, um, those conversations help people realize that they're not inherently flawed, that they're not worthless, that they do have hope and that they can learn to change. And the body is forgiving and the body can be healed. And I'm starting to share this conversation with those that are asking me about my own progress in my own life. I'm showing up differently. I mean, I have more energy and more joy and more hope and a positive outlook in my life that I bring wherever I go. And, you know, I, I wore a lot of hats. I showed up, you know, you you talk about having a smile on your face. Um, I don't think a lot of people really realize the amount of anxiety and pain that I was um, masking, you know, going through life. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I always showed up for people, always showed up for my job professionally. I've been, you know, very blessed with uh, success and um, accomplishment, but it's came at a very painful price that a lot of people didn't really understand. I don't even know that I understood it myself until I was able to to step away from it. And sometimes I kind of marvel at what I was able to do. Um, with the amount of anxiety and discomfort that I was living. Um, But I show up differently. I talk about it to anybody that wants to talk about it because the process is very um, transferable. I mean, you can have an addiction to, you named several, you know, common addictions, but even just the way we think about ourselves um, and and the beliefs that we have about uh, who we are or who we were or who we want to become. Um, there are techniques from a coaching perspective that can help folks um, really learn the truth about themselves and 
take away the noise and take away the, the false beliefs and the unconscious thoughts that have held us back um, from becoming our most authentic self. And so I'm looking forward to just really sharing that with anybody that really wants to grow. Of course, my, my passion is in and around substance. I, I, I want to be the most effective um, alcohol-free coach um, to those who want to participate and learn that life can be just freaking amazing when you remove alcohol. It's It just opens up, RJ, for me, um, you know, we've all gotten the same 24 hours, but my 24 hours are so different now. Um, I mean, I speak in terms of, you know, I, I've healed my mind, my body, and my soul. Yeah. I now have capacity in my brain um, to be creative, to to be hopeful, to to bring my best self. Um, you know, the chatter is gone. My body is healed. Um, I, I didn't know that I was so exhausted and so fatigued, um, just running on empty for decades at a time, and now getting restorative sleep um, and and bringing that energy to every aspect of my life. Um, my relationships, my job, my faith, everything that I do now, I bring a much better me. I bring a level of energy that I never had um, or haven't had in a really long time. And just the 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 hope and the promise um, and the restoration of my inner core of who I am has been the most amazing gift that I've, I've gained through this alcohol-free experience. And, you know, you touched on a few things in there that are really important to hear. Um, you know, and I've talked about before too, like three years ago, I started a journey of like healing my mind. And then a few months ago, I really, and actually it was a little bit longer, like, okay, now I need to take it to my body. Like I, I I need to get my body back into a shape where I can play with my kids. I can do things that I want to do, but I just couldn't before because I kind of let my body, I abused my, I abused the hell out of my body, especially at the job I was in. And then all of a sudden I have this mind body connection. It just felt like something was missing. And I've really dove in deep with, okay, the soul. So now I have all three of these that I'm working with that at first, and you can, I think you can hear it in the early episodes, like when, you know, Mons talks about mind, body, and soul. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, like mind and body, sure, but soul, yeah, okay, what, sure. And, but now, like, I'm, I'm all in invested on that and how that really brings everything together in balance. And when you find that balance, it's, it's unlike, anything that like you can describe it's a different way of living that you forget is possible. Like you said, it brings you back to your childlike, uh, self quick to laughter. Something happens and it's like, eh, well, it is what it is like. Okay. And you stop taking everything so personal because they're not personal and everybody's just trying to live their life and having the actual deep understanding of that is so important um you know but also just like digging into 
how you can help others to kind of the transference of the steps to get there and the mindset that we've society kind of makes us think that we want and how negativity is so addicting. Like it's so addicting. And a lot of times it's aimed at ourselves that we're stuck in. That's that cycle. Um, that's, that's something that, you know, we talk about, but it's not something that we think about as much as we probably should just, we'll talk about it in regards to social media. We'll talk about it in regards to the media news, whatever it is, but that internal dialogue where we are really hard on ourselves, that's the thing that is so hard to break. Like that's the addiction that when I broke that one, it opened up everything. Yeah. Um, so having somebody there to kind of guide you through that of that negativity and putting out what's true and what's not. How important was that in you having an internal dialogue where you could break that cycle? It was extremely important. Um, you know, working with coaches that also had the dialogue right? That they had mm-hmm. the chatter and they had the negative thoughts and they, they broke their own cycle. And so they were able to provide, you know, their own experience and really kind of normalize the conversation as in they've been there. And so I would be talking with somebody who not only understood, um, the false beliefs that I had about myself, they had the same false beliefs about themselves before. And they had been able to walk me through the process of undoing those false beliefs by asking the tough questions about whether or not the belief is internally true. Where was the evidence that would suggest the belief is true for myself Mm -hmm. and um, just working with people that had done the work and were living on the other side of that former false belief just gave you hope. I mean, it, it was a shared experience that, okay, that coach knows what I'm talking about. That coach has been through exactly what I'm talking about. And really it was, um, pinnacle you know that would be the word that that I would use it you know just a pinnacle moment where I could see myself in the coach you know I may not have felt it quite yet eventually I got there but I could see because the the coach was reflecting back to me my own experience that I had just described and here they're on the other side of it. And so I knew it was possible. I just had to reach out and do the work. Um, and it, it was life-changing for me. And, and I really, um, I didn't, A, I didn't know that 
those individuals existed prior to, um, you know, uh, going into this naked mind. Um, but I am a firm believer, you know, having as also having been an athlete my whole life, you know, you think in terms of, okay, what is a coach? Well, yeah, you know, every team has a coach. And what is that coach? That coach is an expert in the subject matter of the sport. And they can look at things, you know, from the outside in. They can see how things develop even when they're not playing the game. They can't play the game for you. You know, uh, a life coach or an alcohol-free coach, they can see the game that you are caught in. They can see it at a higher level. They know the play to run to get you to the other side because they've had the experience and they can, you know, help draw up, um, you know, the drills to do, to practice, to become a better player in your own game of life. And, and, and that was the value that I got from, from coaching and being coach and, you know, everybody should have a coach. Every well, everybody in life should have a coach and should have somebody to give you a, a perspective that you can't see because you're in your own way. And it's it's so true. And when you look at the most successful people in life right now, they have coaches. They all have coaches, business coaches, mindset coaches all of this. And so like when, when you talk coaches, the people who don't understand that they are like, well, you know, why would I, this person, you know, did it themselves, but in reality, nobody does it themselves. And, you know, I went through a four-year apprenticeship to be able to, you know, touch hot electricity and work on it myself and stuff. Everybody who helped me through was a coach for me at some point. And this is just taking that and putting it in different aspects of life. And then, like you said at the very beginning, investing in yourself and how, when you symbolize that, but you're actually doing it in real life, like in reality, when you're investing in yourself and you're doing it for yourself, something different opens up inside of you. You have more skin in the game than just your own word. But it's just like your mind being like, okay, I'm doing this for me. And so I'm really going to try because I am doing this for me. It just opens up that it cracks the door open up just a little bit that you can actually step through, open it up wider and make that change that you've been trying to make, but you didn't realize there were other ways to make it. Well, absolutely. It, it has to come from you. Mm-hmm. And no, no lasting change um, comes doing it for somebody else, whether it's your spouse, your kids, your family, your job. If it's not for you and by you, it's not lasting. And, and you know, I, I would just encourage people you know, when we use the term invest in ourselves, so many people turn to the financial aspect of that. Well, oh, I can't afford a coach. Well, I can tell you how much money I was spending on alcohol. <laughs> I can afford a lot of coaches. 
you know, and if you'll if you'll do the math on the things that you currently spend your time and energy on um, that you don't want to ask yourself. I mean, that's really kind of what it boiled down for to me is making a list of why do I drink and why do I want to stop and, and, and looking at those. And for me, RJ, they were darn near mirror images of each other. I drank because I had anxiety. I drank because I had stress. I drank because I, you know, didn't want to feel my emotions. Well, when I drank, I had more anxiety. I had more stress and it numbed all of my emotions. And so, you know, doing that critical lesson there of asking yourself why and then giving yourself permission to get curious and invest in that curiosity um, by far the most beautiful gift that you can give to yourself. And I submit if you, if we invest in ourselves, we will bring the best version of ourselves to anybody that we relate to, be it our kids, our spouse, our employer. Um, and it is, it is worth investing. You, whomever is listening to me, you are worth investing in yourself for sure. And it'll reignite your passion inside. Like that's really what it does. You find your passion and all of a sudden you have that fire inside again that takes you to other places, but you come back to that fire that's there. That's just like, it really, it really is like the furnace really kicks on and keep, and gets going. Um, Lenny, so this conversation has been absolutely wonderful. People want to keep up with you. Um, how could they do that? Well, right now, uh, you can just email me at coachlinny at yahoo.com. Um, I am uh, forming a, a, a coaching platform. Like that one thing, it's, it can seem daunting for sure. But luckily, you have help. I'm here. I know there's a lot of other people who are there. And that's what's so special is you find that community. When you find that community, like that connection, and you can borrow energy from people, courage from people. You can borrow confidence. It's not just, I have to do it myself and I have to find it. It's you can borrow it until you start to feel that way. And then all of a sudden you can give some to somebody else because you have it inside. And that is what is special about this community that, that does form around recovery that does reform around alcohol free. And if you're looking for community, if you're looking for a place, you know, for people, you can find people like Lenny, you can find people like myself. Um, if you go to untappedkeg.com slash community, you can join for free and stay anonymous and just hang out. We have the ability to make discussions now. So you can start a questionnaire or you know, if you are looking for resources, uh, you can ask there and somebody will be able to point you in the right direction. Or you could look up this naked mind and join that community. There's a lot of people there who would be more than willing to help. And that is really what I want to impart on people is that like, it's not all about financial or anything like that. It's about helping one another to get to be our best selves. Because when you're your best self, you know, that is what impacts your family. That is what impacts 
everybody around you. And it's just, it, it does make life beautiful. I should be, I should be having the worst year of my life right now. And instead I'm having the best year of my life. And that is something that I cannot stress enough that I have come. I came to the realization just like maybe last week, this should be my worst year of my life. And instead I am a different RJ. This is easily the best year of my life. And that didn't come without pain. I've have had a lot of pain and you can go back to episodes and hear it and see it. And I still feel it sometimes, but if you are numbing one emotion because you think that it's bad, you're numbing that other emotion on the other side and you're not going to be able to feel it. And I'm speaking from personal experience. So reach out, find that community that can help give you the strength through the pain so that you can be your best self and make whatever day it is the best day of your life because it is truly up to us. Lenny, thank you so much for joining us. I'm excited to have you back to promote your coaching business and all of the social medias that you're going to be on, the TikTok dances, all of that. I'm excited for it. Oh, I don't know if there'll be dances, but uh, <laughs> I, I do have I do have a company. I, I do need to get things rolling. Um, we so got time. We got time. I'm I'm excited, and I don't do dances either. So uh, you don't have to. <laughs> I no longer dance now that I'm alcohol free. <laughs> <laughs> that, see, that's funny because I just started dancing. Because I know, you do dance. Living. I love it. I love it. Uh, so everybody, let's. Hey, you. Quick cut here that you can probably notice. This is not, I'm not on with Lenny, but she asked me to come on and let you know that she has an Instagram you can go check out at pause the poor. P A U S E T H E P O U R. Pause the poor. Go check her out on Instagram. She's going to be posting some great content and look forward to hearing from her some more on untapped keg content in the future. Also, at the beginning of this episode, and it completely slipped my mind, we talked about how important it is to celebrate milestones. And we talked about how Lenny's coming up on one full year of sobriety. I forgot to mention that this weekend is my nine-year anniversary of sobriety. I'm, it could be Sunday. It could be Monday. It could be Tuesday. It's one of those days. But I know when my son's birthday is around. It's my anniversary and I am nine years sober. And you know what? This is the first year I'm going to give myself a round of applause. I'm at nine years, but I started at a first hour. I started at a first 24 hours, a first month. That's where you start. And you have to wade through a bunch of shit to get to nine years. But I want you to know it's worth it. It is worth it in your life to get there. And even if you stumble along the way, you have a data point, you have a fall, a trip, whatever you want to call it. Keep going. 
keep going, keep growing. I love you. Let's try to be better tomorrow than we were today. Because at least if we don't make it, we tried. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for being here. Thank you.